You're a funny guy, Sally. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. What do you want to tell me now, tough guy? I said, Bing, what are you doing here? I thought I'd tell you to go fuck your mother. <laughs> you don't trust me at all, do you? I tell you what, you make it through tomorrow without killing anybody, then I'll start trusting you. Fair enough. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you. You did. I lied. All right, this is Kill You Last. I'm Peter Garacci. I'm Alex Pashera. Today we have a guest who brought an exciting movie. A movie I'm really excited to talk about. Stephen Pratt. Howdy. How you doing? So, what? Uh, tell us about this movie that you uh, decided to talk about. Uh, Alien. Yeah. Um, I think I, I picked it just because it was. Uh, it kind of jumped out at me because well, I think it's. I, I don't think it's. It might be the first movie I saw in theaters post moving to New York. Oh, so recently? Uh, yeah, not too long. Like it was like at what's that theater that's like on McDougal Street? Like I off have, of I have seen. Yeah, 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 that's where I saw it. So it was like one of that. It was like it was a really good movie going. Experience. What made you decide to go just go to the movie theater to see a forty year old movie? Uh, my roommate was a big fan of it, and I was like, I, I don't think I'd ever <clears throat> seen it to like uh, completion, like in its entirety. Yeah, I was like, yeah, so I just kind of. It's what it's one of those movies that's like in the culture that I think a lot of people haven't seen. Like, there's so many iconic elements of it, and I th- I feel like people have probably seen bits and pieces. Everyone knows what the alien looks like. I'm so at bummed. This point. I, I'm so bummed I missed it because it's like that. I can't imagine how because like we were talking earlier about how good the like the cinematography is and oh, everything. It's just, unbelievable. And it's, it's still super creepy. But if you but I caught that at the right age, like 14 or 15, 16, it would have just terrified me. Well, there's a lot of shocks and surprises that. I mean, you have to. Ma- can you imagine the audience at that time in the theater having no idea what they're, what they're getting into, yeah, and yeah. then seeing this movie for the first time? Because again, it's like now we have forty years of people knowing to the point where stuff has been parodied. Yeah. yeah. Like I saw, did you see Spaceballs? I was gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. saw Spaceballs way before I saw Alien, mm-hmm. and I didn't know why it was funny. The scene. Yeah. We, could, it- we just give it away. Uh, but we should probably do a little backstory about the movie before we give away the biggest shock and surprise (laughs) in the movie it's funny because I think I saw Aliens first many times and I'm a huge fan of Aliens but Aliens is the 80s action movie and that's not what this movie is. This movie is a is a horror movie in space, basically. Do you know Do you know how it was pitched originally? As Jaws in space. It's such a great, yeah. And yeah. it's funny because I was watching it again for probably the 15th time the other day. And I, I had forgotten that, that, that I'd heard that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm watching, I'm like, oh, this is paced exactly like Jaws. You're waiting to see the monster. You only see it, you, I think you only see it, what, clearly, like, up until the, the very, you know, end scene. But really, it's like two. You get two good looks at it in its full yeah. alien form. But they did it on purpose, and I like, no, no, yeah, that's great because it's just leave it to the imagination. It's like you, the amount of on-screen time a monster would get today, comparatively, is like you know, yeah, you just see a con- it's constant. And this is this is a movie that like the backstory of the movie is fascinating, and how all the elements that came together, but also the finished product is pretty much perfect. When you, when you say backstory, you mean the um outs like. In Hollywood backstory, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, and all the people involved, like it's it's. There's a lot of like heavy hitters that okay. are involved in this movie. Uh, so it was, uh, it was the original idea was this, uh, for a, like an alien like horror movie was D- Dan O'Bannon is a guy who wrote the original story, and he came up with John Carpenter, who's a guy that's come up in this podcast a lot, amazing director. So the two of them went to USC together, mm-hmm. uh, and they made a shit movie called Dark Star. 
Okay. But it was their student film. And somehow they got financing to like turn it into a commercial release. Yeah. yeah. And that launched the two of them. And he took a little bit of elements of like an alien in space from Dark Star. But Dark Star is basically like a parody mm-hmm. of like an outer space movie. And he wrote the treatment for Alien and then it was shopped around uh, Hollywood. And then Walter Hill. Walter Hill is like the unsung hero of action cinema. He's one of those people that people don't know his name. But he literally, he, you know, he wrote and directed 48 Hours. Uh, he created so much stuff he he like directed uh the pilot of deadwood which is amazing and was De- involved like with deadwood, deadwood fan? Oh, okay, amazing cool. amazing show um and he's just one of those guys that's been in the background for a lot of like he's produced a lot of big time wow. action and um so he developed alien and then really scott really scott was a director for hire this is his second movie and he was a uh uh, commercial of, director kind of knocked it out of the park for a second yeah so so i have a, i have a few directors and really scott is one of them where i like two of their movies are my favorite movies of all time and mm. i really could care less about the rest of their filmography yeah. and alien and blade runner he did back to back are yeah, two yeah. of my all-time favorite movies could easily put them in my top 10 favorite movies and i literally could care less about anything else that really scott has done like I, I can appreciate. What else them. has he done? Because those oh, are the two he's that made I know. A million movie, uh, Gladiator. He won best director. You, you don't for. like Gladiator? I think it's okay. I think Gladiator is great. I don't think it's anything. Special. I was literally just in a bar the other day where I was playing. So I was like, "This is the greatest movie." That no, was I ever think made. it's okay. <laughs> like it's it's good for what it is, and it's like they they gave like Ridley Scott sort of a lifetime achievement award for that, and they also gave Russell Crowe the Oscar because they felt bad because they should have given it to him for The Insider, and they didn't the year before. It definitely plays more to the masses, the Gladiator. Oh, but, but it gives you everything you want, and it's like. It hits. It hits every yeah, note. Yeah, for what it is, yeah, it's, like it's, the way that they recreated the Coliseum is great. The effects are great. So he was a commercial director. I think him and his brother Tony. I I can't stand Tony Tony Scott. I think he, I don't know who that is. He directed. Uh, he directed True Romance, which would be, which is a, a Quentin Tarantino script, which is the most but attributed if, Quentin Tarantino. If Tarantino movie. had directed that movie. It would have been so much of a better movie. Tony Scott is the, is the one responsible for all these like fast cuts, like MTV kind of like you can't watch the movie because it's like literally the camera's yeah, making yeah. you nauseous. That's Tony Scott. There, is it is was that the same style? Like um, I'm trying to think. Of, like you know, Black Hawk Down. Do you know that movie? Yeah, where well, they, that's where, another where, guy. Like, that's uh, a, 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 I think that might be Tony Scott. Oh, or is really? that? No, it might be Ridley actually. Oh, really? I think Ridley directed. Oh, that was because because that, that is just a shake. It's like not. I mean, I know it's oh, supposed it to kill you there. It ruins. I don't the, like uh, it. The last two Bourne movies or the of the original trilogy. Yeah. That those movies, I think I haven't are, seen those last two, but I also like um, and this I, this might just be my own, but uh, the Lord of the Rings action scene movies also, they kind of like the way that they're they're weirdly. I mean, I assume that's partially to like reduce the you know violence or whatever. What are you getting at though? Just that it's like a, it, the, they're they're hard cuts like in those like you don't actually see any like it sort yeah, of feels shaky. Yeah, yeah. I always hated that. So I don't enjoy the I don't enjoy the I action agree. scenes, which are that's kind of like the that's the whole know. thing. If you don't enjoy if you don't take great enjoyment out of. <laughs> 30 minute long action sequences and especially you know in, in the style that they're doing them you, you're not going to enjoy any of those movies any of yeah. them and especially the hobbit that was even more of that oh, that was like cartoony bad it yeah. was so bad i think lord of the rings i mean i get it i get that the story's great if you read the books i'm sure it's amazing to watch it come to life but man those movies were boring yeah. <laughs> i had a friend who who had a birthday in december and every year he would, you know, for his birthday, he would make us see the Lord of the Rings. I would fall asleep every time. I, yeah, I I've really, never watched any of them all the way through. Oh no! Oh, see, I, I, I have. I, 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 the first one is like whatever the like the atmosphere, the tone that movie makes. Yeah. Like, I understand we might fall asleep, but like the, it's like it's so. I don't know. It's like that. <laughs> no, weird, it's great. You feel like that weird like nostalgia for something that never even like yes. existed. It's great. I, I like the, the opening of that. You know, and, and this might be, you know, people might call me uh, lame or 
gay. All I don't know why I'm do gay for doing this. When you're not it's around, true. I bring it's it true. Up. I just tell myself. Uh, but when I'm watching, uh, that's the feeling I get that that nostalgia for something that doesn't exist for when I was watching Harry Potter for the first time. Okay, cool. So yeah, like like just the music and the way it's shot and just the story itself. I that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to empathize, but I hate the Lord of the Rings. Fair, fair, fair. Like, not, really, not for everybody. So Black yeah. Hawk Down, Down was directed by Ridley Scott. So mm. oh, well, that's he, cool. he, actually, he has a weird filmography because he directed like Thelma and Louise. That was kind of a oh, comeback really? movie for him. But he and his brother own Shepperton Studios in London, which is a big production company. And they also have directed thousands of uh, commercials. Oh, cool. So they've made a fortune doing television commercials. Really? But even at the time, he was known as a, he was known as a, a commercial director. Mm. He directed a movie called The Duelist, which I still haven't seen. This and is then, back in the 70s? The 70s. Okay. And then he directed Alien. And Alien was like a project that he was like, they're like, oh, let's, let, let's give this guy Ridley Scott a, a chance. And he hits Great it out ball. of the fucking park. <laughs> yeah. And I like I. It's like, I, if they gave, it's like if they gave the Axe body spray commercial guy a chance. Now he's like he's directing that. Give him the yeah, yeah, right, yeah right, the, right, the right, sci-fi right. picture. No, chance. but you know it's it's and it's funny because like I was actually thinking about this with um because we were talking about Caddyshack last week like the like art that's made by people who have grinded for years for sure and are actually like Francis Ford Coppola said I'm sure a lot of people have said this it's like a director's job is just problem solving mm. it's you know is the lead actress gonna have short hair or long hair. Should the guy be wearing a hat or not wearing a hat? It's a lot of just mundane decision making. And if you're a commercial director, that's all you're doing. It's Mm. like you have a day to shoot this. You have a limited amount of money. We got to get the shot. It's right. You know what I mean? It's like it's constantly. It's not this like I'm an artist and I got to wait for like the spirit to move me. It's like, no, we got to get this shit done. Mm. And a lot of these guys who are very technically proficient can often make really great art. And I think I think Ridley Scott, like the technician in him is what's. Real, like stood the test of time and I, I think that's why he made his two masterpieces the beginning of his career because then he was really like it's new and fresh and it's like he's never done this before and he's like I'm gonna make fucking a, a space movie with an alien and we have a limited budget and we have all these like technical issues that we have to deal with and it's like yeah it's like you know Jaws was Jaws because they couldn't get the fucking shark to yeah, work. yeah 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 and alien is alien because also too like they didn't want it to look like a, a guy running around in an alien suit mm-hmm. yeah. and so they did they did a lot of interesting stuff they to did. create the tension and the fear so you wouldn't be like oh that's a fucking midget in an yeah. alien suit well the thing that this movie i think nails that a lot of um modern horror movies does just don't have um is the 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 point of the way to scare somebody is like in the anticipation yeah. like the, the all the yeah. before yeah. the horror shit happens and all everything the leading up stuff. right yeah. everything leading up to like the shots where you actually see the alien that that tension that they build in that in alien is what makes it so scary when you do see the alien or even when you don't yeah. see the alien, great, when great you attention. just know that the alien is around. I, I would and, even, oh, sorry, no, I was ahead, say, even for like the, the beginning, one thing I really liked about it was they, you, you feel the, um, the size and scope of sort of the, the world you feel like you're totally mm-hmm. dropped in yes because like, they say little things but they don't expand on anything i like that like yeah. the way they talk about like oh we received an sos from uh from uh is it is it human so mm-hmm. they've already had contact with some other life forms but you don't so you, you just you feel like a fish out of the water the entire time when they discover the first ship and they see the the the, the bones and, yeah, shit, yeah. and they go i think someone says um Oh, it, it looks like uh, the, something exploded from the inside, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like like their bones were fragmented outward. Yeah. So so it looks like like that that this was not an accident is basically their implication, yeah. but yeah. they don't say that, and yeah. you just have to think about that. You're like, wait, did these people 
die? Why did <laughs> well, they die? Well, what the detail, like the, the mundane, like these guys are basically, they're basically like truck drivers in space. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. And I that's love what, that's the what blue they're doing. And thing, it's like, yeah. you know, they wake up, they, they're supposed to be like in a hyper, like sleep state. Yep. For yes. Like traveling through outer that's space. That's the, the pods in the beginning. They get woke, they get woken up from the pod. That's so great. It's just like white and like, very, very um, slow uh, and, and methodical. Very and, and, much like uh, 2001 so, Space Odyssey. So yeah. every movie in space has to grapple with 2001. No, no, I'm not saying <laughs> no, 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 that. No, I'm saying it's a good, and, it, and it's funny because you can't make a movie about space travel and not at least have you have to acknowledge that 2001 and Space Odyssey exists yeah, yeah. in some way or another. Sure, but 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 this is the closest. Yeah, I it, think Alien is the closest to 2001. I think Inter- Interstellar did too. Well, well, not, yeah, but not. I, I think Alien did it better 40 yeah. years earlier. Well, see, I think and this is a good comparison between Alien and, and Interstellar. Like yeah. the amount of exposition in Interstellar versus the amount of exposition in this movie. It, it's all like. You you waste so much time trying to explain stuff to an audience about like their sign like they don't tell you what the pods are you just exactly. figure it out through context and like yeah. oh, I want to go get on ice and yes. there's so much that they just leave to your like it doesn't it doesn't assume you're a fucking moron yes. within the first like and you also what this movie fucking what nails. does so it also like the atmosphere is great like it, the way it looks is great the music is great and then also you have you have a bunch of actors who have been around but none of them are stars so you don't quite know who is gonna make it and that's always the like the scariest thing in a scary movie is not knowing which character is gonna die and which character is gonna live you don't even know who the lead is right away yeah which is which is great storytelling yeah and it's like i like tom scarrett like he's been around forever he's like the captain of the ship dallas dallas yeah yeah. you got john hurd who's like an amazing actor and he like he's there to unfortunately have like one of the greatest deaths in the history of the movies um Daffit Koto, this is the black guy. I fucking love him. Oh, he's him. great. In One this. of my yeah. favorite actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in another movie right after this called uh, Blue Collar mm. with uh, with uh, Richard Pryor and uh, no shit and uh, Harvey Keitel. Okay. Wow! And they that's a movie What's that movie? nobody knows about. It's called Blue Collar. I've never heard of it. It was written and directed by um, oh my god, why well, can't I think of his name right now? The guy who wrote Taxi Driver, and he just had a movie oh. this past year that uh, oh um, why can't I think of his fucking name? I can't name? either. Hold on, I'll, I'll find it. Uh, I, I, I was keep going. I'll find it. <laughs> and Blue Collar is about three down in their luck auto workers who decide to rob their union. Okay. To uh, to get money, they, they they're convinced that there's money in the safe. Oh, Paul Schrader, yeah, <laughs> uh, it was the first movie that he directed, and they they rob the union because they're gonna that's their get rich quick scheme. Mm-hmm. And everything goes wrong from there. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, you're just watching these guys kind of descend into like self destruction. And Richard Pryor plays a completely straight role. Mm-hmm. And he's fucking incredible in it. And apparently, Harvey Keitel's like, you're a fucking comedian, man. What do you think? You're an actor? And they like literally had a fist fight on the set. Amazing movie. It's a movie that people, it should be well, more well known than it is. But um, so Yafikoto's in this. Uh, so many like just actors that you've you've seen. Harry Dean Stans, another guy that's been around forever. He's just got one of those face. There's like a lot of great faces in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of and again movies today. It's like everybody looks like fucking Chris Pratt or Chris Pine, <laughs> yeah, or Chris yeah. something. Yeah. These guys are just regular people. They're they're basically truck drivers in space. They get they get roped into this like mission where they have to check on this this moon. And John Hurt, his chest explodes. <laughs> yeah. Which it's like I, watching it today. I was watching it yesterday, being like, "Can you imagine being in a theater and not knowing this was going to happen?" I I, the I can't theater, imagine. They the... must have lost their fucking minds. Yeah. I bet there's people who ran out and like threw up and it's just had unbelievable. Like, someone someone told me, and I can't, so I can't verify the uh, veracity of the statement, but like they told me that the um, 
the one of the the women the woman who like has like the oh, gas Veronica Cartier didn't, didn't know she was it was going to be that much yeah. Uh, yeah so it's like that's that. the way to do it well yeah, they yeah. did it they did it with that scene as well with the chest explosion they knew in the script like basically explodes out of chest but apparently Ridley Scott di- didn't tell them how graphic it was going to be so yeah. their reactions yeah, were super great. real yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. they hadn't seen anything like that either do you see the you little know? alien come out and I thought immediately thought about Spaceballs because in Spaceballs the right, guy puts right, on a yeah. top hat <laughs> it's it. pretty yeah. funny yeah but um, and then the movie Although, is. I have to say, I hate Spaceballs. Go on. It's all right. I, we can talk about it later. I, I uh, hate Spaceballs. It's Go on. okay. It's the same but, uh, joke for fucking an hour. Yeah, and a half. It's yeah. It's Mel Brooks's worst film. Go on. Um. Ooh, that's that's bold. That's a bold statement. It's not bold. You hear that, Mel? Mel Brooks has great movies. Oh God, yeah. Young Frankenstein is one of the all-time. Yeah, movies. that's a fantastic movie. That's um, all right. Go, go, go But on. anyway, so yeah, so this like, it, and then the rest of the movie is this chase of this monster that you don't really see, and it's just. Fucking incredible! And can we bring up Sigourney Weaver? Because I think oh, we talked about all the men. We've been waiting. Okay, <laughs> like, all right. I've You're been... waiting because this is one of the best performances. I think. I mean, in a horror movie, so, a sci-fi horror movie, it's got to be. I mean, think about so Reed. Sigourney Weaver is my crush from <laughs> when I was a kid to this. Like I, I can't tell you how much I love Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. And she is it from is, this movie that, that it, is this the it first was, time you it saw? had to be it had to be originally Ghostbusters and then it was Aliens and then it was Aliens. Wait, but she's I, the is she love interest in Ghostbusters? Yeah, she's the that's one, her. She's Dana. She doesn't look anything like she, it. She, yeah, there is she no like Dana. A, there's only like Zool. A, like that, like a hot boy in Alien. No, no, like a good looking boy, like a boy you want to have sex with. So the thing, with, <laughs> so the thing with the thing with Sigourney is, oh I, no, now I can. I will, yeah, yeah, I will yeah, own yeah. this. I will own this. She <laughs> has like a, she has like this mandible thing. Like she has a kind of a mannish jaw. She's got some bone, male, and she bone has structure. no yeah. butt. She has. Yeah. There's, ne- there's yeah. never been a woman that I've been more attracted to who has less of an ass than Sigourney yeah. Weaver. She's and, beautiful, though. and somehow this doesn't she, detract from her at at all. And again, her personality's she, pretty sexy. She too. was like a work. Yeah. I think she had done some plays, and she had done like she had done some modeling, and they decided to like give her a chance and be like, Let, "Hey, let's let's have you star in this movie." And she fucking talk about knocking it out of the it. park. Like, her too. Like obviously, uh, uh, Ridley Scott. Or is it Ripley? It's Ridley. Ridley right? Scott. Yeah. Ridley Scott. Ripley is Sigourney Weaver. So this is his first shot at anything like this. Le- yeah. Of this level, he knocks it out of the park, and then Sigourney Weaver. I'm pretty sure this is her first like major role. It is. It is her. And she knocks it out of the park to the point where think about how hard it is in 1979 to get a bunch of men watching this movie. Because let's be honest, Alien is is loved by all, but like initially, I imagine a lot of men went to a lot of teenager teenage oh, yeah. boys and men were the audience for this film to get all those men from the that that are basically eighty year olds now <laughs> you know what I mean like like men in their thirties then are to on board with a female lead in a horror film yeah but it's really fucking hard but you don't man. know that she's the lead you and- don't but you, by the end of it you you're rooting for her so hard do you think that's more common in like because like Jamie Lee Curtis is another in one in Halloween. Do, do, yeah. do you think? Do you think just being like a more vulnerable, like uh, maybe? Do you think that's part? Of so like so that? one thing we always like. One of my I don't want to take away from her performance. No, 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 but I'm that's just, a good. I'm just wondering that's if that's, that's good, the the well, philosophy of the, the writing. Absolutely, sure. it's a yeah. story trope, and this is something that comes up in like you could fuck it up easily though with, yo, a, sure. with a female lead. So one of my one of my the- and people have- one of my theses is one of my theses for this podcast. I'm getting I get work because Sigourney gets me pumped. This movie, this movie gets me, and we're also cutting you off. Go. One of my theses is. For listeners, is speed is that fully erect. <laughs> like right now, they're they're trying to th- throw away Western civilization and like well, start right. start over. So one of the things they do, like one of the bases of Western civilization, is storytelling. Like that's mm-hmm. like there's a reason why you could like basically take a Greek play 
and modernize it and the story makes sense because human nature hasn't changed. We're the same people we were right. 5,000 years ago, 10,000 right. years ago. So one of the tropes of storytelling is the woman in distress. Like it's, I mean, there was a, you know, the, what is the, the Athenian war? I don't, I don't even know my mythology that much, but like the whole like launching of, what was her name? I can't. Troy, the, Helen of Troy. Helen of Troy. Yeah. Like the woman that the, the men fight to, to get that woman. So also like the, the woman in distress. Mm -hmm. So the reason that Halloween works so well is because you have an ordinary. That's, I was going to say that's Halloween. That's not really, Alien has elements of that, but it's, she's the hero in but the hero's she, but journey. But she becomes she's the hero. The hero but, she is. But she becomes that. And it's yes. always the unlikely character it's the one that you don't expect it to happen and she's a regular person and she's put in extraordinary circumstances exactly and that's she, the hero right that's rise, the hero's she journey. rises to the occasion yes so her much like um much like luke skywalker right who's the guy that you would never pick right to be the the mm. jedi knight that's why that's why the star wars story lasts what they fucked up is they just decided to pick some young girl who kicks ass yeah. in the newer and has no journey has no is she's just all of a sudden she's the fucking rock star and like there's yeah. no story there and that's why the people's kind of visceral response against the new star wars yeah. movies it's literally like in our dna well you like, can't you can't identify with a protagonist that isn't like flawed in some i mean otherwise yeah. you're just what's well, a weird well what's fantasy. the journey yeah. what's the story and it's it's not even that it's like flawless the character or anything it's that it feels like a decision made by a group of people yeah that has nothing to do with by the story by committee it, yeah. it has to it has to do with the narrative they want to push outside the film which has, which is silly because you're making a film. Yeah. So regardless of your politics, regardless if you feel Western civilization is under attack or whatever, even if that's not the case, you're trying to make a good film with a good story. Yeah. And if you're trying to, and if your main components and your main character is actually an amalgamation of a narrative you're trying to push outside of the film, it's just gonna, it's obvious to the audience, even if they can't you, put you it into words. Feel like you're being you manipulated. Feel it. Yes. Yeah. Which I think. It, the uh, that's the opposite of what they did with Alien. Yeah. I mean, really. You know what's funny is I've I've watched 15 minutes of the last three Star Wars movies total. I'm just I'm just over Star Wars. I don't. It care. was bad. The last one was really so bad. so that's been the the consensus. And so just, just I to, watched. Just to catch me up. The last the last one is uh, there's Last Jedi. There's the one before. Because I think I'm, the, I think I'm, I haven't seen Han Solo or the Solo. So movie. I saw. I so so it's funny because Solo got <clears throat> thrown under the bus, and <clears throat> Solo was actually a good movie. Solo is this the origin story of Hanzo, and yeah, I actually yeah. I watched it just randomly. I was like, oh, this actually See, enjoyed my, this. One of my beefs with like all those origin stories is like I don't know that I I like leaving so much more of the stuff up to That's my true. imagination. Yeah, so like I, I'm like I don't. I don't it's a cheat know. in a way. Yeah, I mean it's fine. I mean I, I get it. You want to you know propagate the, the the brand or whatever, but like I'm just like I'd rather not know. Like he's just cool. He's this guy. I, I don't want to see him break his bones. He came. He's full fledged. It's like it's kind of like the. It, <coughs> It's kind of like the alien movie, and it's don't overexplain like, it. Yeah. Well, like like the lore, like they have so much, like you feel like there's like I don't know, like the lore, like it's kind of like Game of Thrones or or whatever. Like you just feel the 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just the the massive scale of like this world that's around. You don't want to know every little detail because in real life you wouldn't know no, the you, details. You, it feels you, more you, real, and it's like leaves stuff up your imagination, well, like, so, and you get to kind of so like it's funny because it's, it's it's um that's why you feel like you're on the ship with them. It's yeah. it's it's. it's like a cheat because all you're doing is just adding details as a, as opposed to like going like it, and I've been thinking about this too because I've just I think been that's why the fandom's so strong is because they like you get you like you get invested in this thing that feels real to you as yes. opposed to like here's exact like I don't I don't know I don't know what the, well I don't watch like I don't watch Game of Thrones and all stuff because it, it feels like homework to me they just keep adding characters and scenarios and all that stuff I would rather have a character that I'm interested in 
and follow that character. And, and it's funny because the mistake they make. So I haven't seen the, the two Prometheus mm-hmm. or Alien Covenant movies. Yeah. I, eventually, I'll see them. You should see Prometheus. I, 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 just, mean, I just haven't gotten to it yet. But like even with the, the newer Terminator movies, the mistake they make is they think that what makes those movies special is the monster. And it's not. It's the hero of the movie. What makes Alien and Aliens is not the fucking monster. It's yeah. Ripley. And what makes the Terminator movies special is Sarah Connor, not the the monster. So they keep wanting to pro- like uh, make more movies with the same monster, but people don't care. The reason this last Halloween movie worked is because Jamie Lee Curtis came back. You care about that character. Yeah, you want to yeah. see where she is. And no, I think this is one of the all-time great performances. She was actually nominated for Best Actress for Aliens. Mm. It's a very different performance because by then she's now an action star. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And that was too, like that's like, she's an it's empowered woman. It's a different movie woman. too, like you it's said, a complete, it's a it's war James, movie. It's James Cameron. He went all in on the action. It's, a, it's, it's, it's like it's, a war movie in space. It's great on its, its, great. its own. Yeah. Mm. It's, but it's really nothing like this movie. You basically took one character and one monster and put it in a whole other genre of movie. But it's, it's amazing what, what Cameron was able to do with that. Is, is there anything about this movie you guys didn't like? Because I have, I have only a couple gripes, but they did bug, <laughs> bug me. Bring them up. I'm sure that it's kinda, we probably it's, have some common it, ground. It's kind of, I, maybe, maybe it's like common amongst like uh, horror movies in general, mm-hmm. but you have a character that does, or characters that do things that are just too dumb for the character. Especially okay. for how intelligent they've been set up ahead of time. Like one of my <laughs> so so specifically why because because yes that's my biggest gripe with horror films. But I do think that in Alien one of the tropes if you see the re- I've seen uh, Covenant I've seen Prometheus I've seen this one I've seen bits of Alien uh, Aliens. Um, one of the tropes in this series is ego and uh, making stupid decisions based off the, that ego. Okay. So yeah. so I do and I know that's kind of a cop out for a yeah, horror yeah. film. But they do establish that pretty well. But in Alien, just watching the first movie, I could see why you'd be like, "What the fuck?" There was just retarded. one scene that dro- drove me nuts: is when yep. the, when the the alien blood is is going through the hull oh, yeah. of the ship. These are actually two 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 things that bug me: the the alien blood going through the hull, yeah, and them just <laughs> it's like, oh, it's bur- it's going to go through, it's eating through metal, and their solution is to just tr- look up. And track like that would easily do. It's like, well, it went through metal. My skull, I'm sure, will be fine. We'll right. just randomly walk around. That is kind that of that drove me yeah. nuts. And the scene where they walk, I can get past them bringing the the alien onto the ship. I found that a, like it, it works because the the android guy is like he's got his own well, his that, own agenda. Well, we should talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Like so, I, I that was I, a huge surprise to me watching this. Yeah. yeah. Um. And the but the um when they're looking for the face hugger. And again, they're looking up like it's just we know what this thing does. You have yeah, no idea that it it's goes gonna, on your face. Yeah, and you're like, let me go head first into this crevice. Like I until so that those two things drove me nuts. I, I, I know they're for tension, like they're to build like the it's, like, it's like, like when you're walking in New York City and you get dripped on. You're like, oh, what is this thing that's dripping <laughs> on my is, face? It's, it's in a funny. way, it is sort of a human reaction to look up when yeah. something's going on, even if it makes no sense. I agree. Yeah, but, no, I agree. But like, I, I guess but I hear you on that because they set up so much of like the like they know if you know and have said the word quarantine already, right. You know, looking up is not the best. Hundred percent. Well, that's another thing. It, like she, Ripley is kind of a shit, but she's right. Like the whole quarantine thing, where she's like, we should not be like the guy has a like a monster attached to his face. Let's not bring him onto the ship oh, oh that, no that, she's, a hundred, she's the only one that follows protocol the yeah. entire film I, I also feel like that's the moment you get like you're okay i'm with her too, yes because you're just like yes. hey, these are all fucking idiots that's like, the moment she stop? takes charge yeah, yeah, and 100%. even in the, the character 
but your character yeah, takes but you're sympathetic to of oh, course this guy got attacked and it's yeah, not yeah. his fault and it sucks and we want to help but like, she's would, smarter than the audience be, like if you're like if you're in a house and there's a monster outside and somebody's yeah, yeah. outside saying there's a monster coming after me yeah, yeah. do you open the door like that's that's like one of the great horror movie uh, questions yeah, yeah. right and honestly the answer the is always fucking no <laughs> you, good luck buddy <laughs> yeah dude that's always the answer <laughs> good luck with that shit on your face <laughs> sorry dude. Uh, hope it doesn't poop a baby in your belly <laughs> oh we and talk then, about us oh yeah, go on and then just like letting him eat at the table with everyone they're like <laughs> that was like i mean they're great they're great setups and they gotta be i i, I give a movie or whatever there's leeway, not there's it, not putting somebody in a container for a set period of time to quarantine them and there's also not like separating them at all yeah. like they could have let him in and still been like hey let's let's observe you let's for a little 100%. while yeah, yeah. before i share a spoon with you right let's make sure that no alien pooped a baby well, in well your they stomach even said, like should we just put him on ice until we get to wherever like that was an option yeah and they're like no nah, i think we're gonna like we're good we're just gonna see what happens Pass the cocoa yeah, puffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly um, my, my my only pet peeve is the one time you see the full alien is at the end hmm. she shoots it out of the ship and of course it gets caught on yeah. a have you seen the director's cut because uh, they show they show it uh a close-up of the alien it, it, they added a scene oh i i, it, I, it I haven't actually, seen it in a while it actually adds to the film i have to go back and watch it's, oh you right stuff. oh you mean it getting it because i thought that was weird because it's like oh the ship's exploding and he's like i'm gonna go take a nap in in the the escape shuttle where he's where he's like showering basically and then they show the or no we're no i was I'm, oh, I, oh maybe we're talking about different things. i was we're talking, definitely talking i was about talking about like how my other small grape in the movie is like she he it, it's nebulous where the you don't know where the alien right. is she's yeah. the self-destruct's going on the ship's blowing up and he's you know tracking things but whatever and he just happens to be in the again it's sort of a horror, horror trope yeah because you can't you never get away the alien but it's like it's back now it just happens to be where she went chilling out like just taking a nap during an explosion in the little so that was like one other thing but wait, wait, that, do i say when it's attached to like the 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 i don't know the cable from the mm. the spear what do, what do you call that when you fucking harpoon? Like grappling gun a harpoon, a harpoon gun yeah, yeah. wow very good. and it's like it's like bouncing on the outside of the <laughs> yeah, escape yeah. like that's it's, comical i was like, I, uh, I did laugh i was just, just crawl back in i was like are you fucking just <laughs> i just want it to be over yeah, at that yeah, point yeah, i just yeah, want to yeah, know yeah. that sigourney's okay uh, like don't drag yeah, us out yeah. anymore because at that point you are invested in i'm the just movie. thinking about sigourney yeah. in her panties and yeah. her little white and if this is again this is this is male nature like literally this woman has survived like everyone she knows has been killed yeah she's just escaped a and like something an unescape like an unimaginable horror correct yeah. but you're like yo she looks hot like it's it's like we can't help it like like it's you true. go it's one of the reasons we go to the movies we go to yeah. the movies to be scared and we go to the movies to be titillated so if you can be scared and titillated at the same time it's like that's the only way it can be like if you were on the ship you'd be like you'd be like oh man that was crazy right right you don't, you don't need sigourney, to put that sigourney that was that was nuts right yeah right it's like yeah yeah you want to like fuck a little bit? Yeah. So, like, you want to like just? No, no, no! Don't put, don't put She's that. Like, what? Are you crazy? Don't put that astronaut suit on. Wait, are you so scared? Are you so scared? Let's baby? let's you travel in our underwear. Let the cat watch. Let the cat watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, look, can we talk about how sexual the fucking alien attacking is? The yeah. whole nature of it's basically like it's like raping uh, the host, yeah, which is the human, and then it's born out of the human. But it's basically like. It's it, the way it's depicted is super sexual and super rapey. Well, it's funny because they so it was designed by this artist H.R. Geiger, who the, I think it, it I won, knew you would know. It won an Oscar for special effects, mm. and they literally found this artist. And what he did was he did a lot of stuff that was like 
uh, human and machine together. Like that was kind of his genre of art, and you can see a lot of that. That's a lot of these. A lot of the images in this movie are like pictured, like a, would be a painting of like a human being and something that's like mechanical and yeah, yeah. and yeah. cold and <clears throat> and deadly. And they actually had to tone down some of the sexual I stuff bet. that he that he came up with. Yeah. They I bet. actually like they like it was like addition by subtraction. But even like the opening of the mouth and the other mouth coming out. Yeah, dude. That stuff is like again, like that's one of those images I feel like people have seen people have seen fucking Sigourney Weaver mm-hmm. like scared with the alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually in aliens, but then yeah, in yeah. this movie, Veronica Cartwright, it happens to her. Mm-hmm. That's another very smart thing to have two women. Because mm. yeah. you don't know which because you could just like, oh, why? Why would there only be one woman on the ship? Maybe she's the hero of the movie. When there's two women, you can't quite tell what's going to ju- happen. It's also good to her their personalities juxtaposed against yes. each other because she's such a you can't wait for her to die. Yes, because <laughs> you like, really. Oh can. my god, just be stop sobbing. Yeah, and oh. just fucking. Uh, yeah, no, I was just like, totally. That's, that's another horrible thing of human nature. It's like you want the the whiny one to die Ugh. soon. Like they're weak. Like we should be taking care of them. Like. Die, bitch. Yeah. Die. Shut up. up. Yeah. I know you're scared. We're all scared. <laughs> but Sigourney's out here kicking ass. Yeah. 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 Calm, cool, collected. You know, you're, they totally like her more. Yeah. No, she, dude, I, between this and Ghost, Ghostbusters, like, she's so hot. And then she, she did a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I, just, like, love her. I just love her so much. She did another movie called The Year of Living Dangerously. It's a, it's an early Mel Gibson movie. Like, from the, it's around, around this time period. And she plays like a British. Uh, she worked for this uh, the British like State Department mm-hmm. in Indonesia, and Mel Gibson is a he's an Australian journalist, and they're in Indonesia during the time of like revolution, mm. and there's a scene like there's a sex scene between the two of them, and a scene where they kind of like escape like this stuffy British party. It's so well done. It's such a like she's so hot in that movie too, and I just I just I don't know. I've just always had a, I saw her one time at a play in Brooklyn years ago. Oh, cool! And I was gonna be like, what am I gonna do? I'd be like, hey Sigourney, I've had a crush on you since I was. Six, and you were starring in movies. Like, I'm I don't sure think, she gets that all. The time. I don't think women want to hear like, "Hey, no, they don't." You used to be a babe, and I was really into, into you. Yeah, hey, you know who gave me my first boner? You did, yeah, sweetheart. You and Terry on Three's Company. <laughs> but uh, no, I've always had a thing for her, and, and she like she comes up like she's had like a great oh yeah career. She's oh, been yeah. around. She's I think she's actually signed up. I looked at her IMDb. She signed up for like four Avatar sequels. Oh wow, that's like her next. Oh, that's right. So she's in. Season. She's in yeah. Avatar with James Cameron. Mm-hmm. And there, he's doing like four movies at once. He's a maniac, but James Cameron he's is out like of his mind. He's but he's fucking phenomenal. Like he's, he traveled to like the deepest point in the ocean. That yeah, any he made human a documentary ever... about. That's like, insane. That kind of he's a guy who's easy to make fun of. Like mm. he's like a, yeah, he's, he's crazy. He's gotcha. kind of a dick. He's, he's kind a crazy of a, he's rich kind of white a guy. douchebag, but he's also like a fucking genius. Yeah, no, no doubt. He wrote. He's like an innovator. He wrote the Alien script and and uh, aliens, Terminator right? Aliens yeah. and Terminator. And um, what's oh, why am I losing my train of thought? And the second Rambo movie simultaneously. Oh wow! He basically had I, he had two months to write all three scripts, and he just banged it out and made three That's classic insane. movies. How much cocaine went up his nose? Oh my god! Well, he was. I mean, he's another like great like one of those guys who like really paid. He was a truck driver, and he was like he would make like models and sets on like on sci-fi and like. Isn't it amazing how movies? many how many people like they have like that or like that blue collar origin of like whatever mm-hmm. they did, and now it just feels like everyone's the son of a person who did a thing. Well, so now, this well, is, that's why yeah. Well, that's this when, is a problem I have with art today. I was is just because say that. Yeah. and and this is a problem I have with New York City art today. 
like we were talking about with staying we made alive. This point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be that you were outsiders and you were like running away from whatever you came from. Yeah, now yeah. it's like kids, like their parents Lena, pay Lena their Dunham. rent, yeah, and they take UCB classes yeah. because they all think they're going to be Tina Fey. <laughs> now there was always there was always like the Harvard kids and like the National Lampoon yeah, yeah. and the Conan O'Brien, and that's fine. But it, it's like there's a tension between the two. And now it's just harder and harder. You I don't. Think, s- I think that there's still that tension. I mean, especially. I think the tension is good. I think art comes from tension. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think I think that you're being a little over critical of the current scene because I think that especially in stand up, there's still like writers that are you know super privileged types, whatever you want to like characterize them as. Uh, and then there's you know fucking uh, raunchy crowd work performers that yeah. still do well like it's not like um like in television like where you literally have to be one type of person or have to go through certain hoops well also you know like, what i mean like no, i think i think you're right but i think too like they we don't really have big stars right now and i think it's because they keep trying to manufacture stars and like this, something that this movie shows is like you people become stars because the audience wants I think them. It's, I think it's I think it's I think you attribute it, it takes to, time. I think, I think you attribute it to what you said the the manufacturing stars, but I also do think it's a lot of like this, the way social media is and like yeah. just, just the amount of places for content to go. Yeah, just the the volume of human beings doing this is. If like, you look at like, Harris, Harrison Ford was around forever before yeah. he became a star. By the time he became a star, like America was hungry for the world was hungry for Harrison Ford, yeah. but he had paid his dues. He he was good at what he did and he could do it over and over again you can't just pluck some kid and say all right we're gonna build a franchise around you and then it just like you basically one you're ruining them like think about all these like think about all of these people who have like disappeared now the yeah, everyone yeah. who's played superman the young anakin skywalker the the teenage anakin sky it's like they're like ruining these like young kids because like they didn't yeah. they didn't let them come up through the system and and pay their dues and work and get good before but, they became stars. But isn't it just fun to watch a child star crash just, and burn? I mean, oh, come man. on, do we really want to get rid of that? Corey Haim, wanna... rest in peace, <laughs> man. I was a big Corey Haim guy back in the day. Corey Feldman too. I like yeah, these, yeah. like they're like they're like lost souls. I feel so bad for like the ones that like OD. Ugh, it's brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. And it's and again, it's like they like you know. Harrison Ford was a carpenter. Like these guys, people who are just good at grounded, getting grounded shit in done, reality and not and not like will survive. Sort of, yeah, yeah. You know, and okay, listen, Jeff Bridges is maybe one of, if not the greatest movie star of all time. And he grew up in Hollywood. Like he grew yeah. up with a, but he grew up with two parents who like took care of him and they look out for him. And mm. like, it, it's not it's not to say that you have to. I, I'm not saying it's just it's a romantic notion. It's not about the individual's upbringing. Well, it is a little bit, but it's more so about the the culture of the scene that they come up in i think you can be born of like hollywood parents but if the scene reinforces like hard work and blue collar values then you're going to be a product of that as opposed to now where it's more of like social media get a big following you don't have to be talented just get get your audience i mean i mean honestly we're doing a podcast and i love doing this podcast but a part of the reason i do the podcast is because being a stand-up and just doing stand-up is basically impossible if you're not a name yeah. you have to establish an audience so you have to have other things like podcasts or yeah. a, a vlog or some sort of some sort of way of establishing an audience and that's a that's yeah. because it's a product of the current culture and the current way to make art i mean it, it is becoming easier to you know there's a lot more avenues and channels but it's allowing a lot more of the mainstream culture noise, yeah. a lot yeah a lot of like um vapid not necessarily um, well thought out shit like you could you could basically use tricks to get a big following 
well, and then not even have a good point. To it's make. also like the, the 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 experience that you digest certain things. Like so, it it sort of gears towards like that. Like if you want to talk about like the YouTube or like sure. the, the whatever the Instagram short, tiny, little, tight video thing. Sure. That'll always skew towards something that's not particular. The shorter it is, you can't get too like heady. You can't get more intricate and like Correct. just like guy getting hit nuts with hammer or something is right. always gonna beat out. You know, I don't know whatever your your or or piece. literally, you could even take it to the level like you know all these fitness models on Instagram that like all these girls with like huge ass. I have no problem with that. No, I, I, I think you're, no, I think you're attacking the wrong. Thing I have now. no problem with that, <laughs> but does. but you see them coming into the art communities now. Oh, is that right? Well, I mean, think about it. there's a lot of comedians that like. Oh, have God, these big nothing. social media followings I and could, like I could I could bitch about the the way some chicks put push their like well, comedians yeah like it like it's just like oh uh, like the what, what is the Instagram story just like of your ass and then oh the sh- I'll be at this show yeah right. and it's like dude what the f- what it, are you it, doing? It, it's all the time yeah well uh, what the, they're doing is getting ten thousand followers <laughs> yeah. sitting over at, there. at yeah. the end of the day though it's a disservice to the person because if would you want to find out that you're not funny after you're already famous? Like no. it's, it's hard to it's hard to get That's good at brutal. it's hard to get good at something because then because then what they do is they tear you apart yes. Pub- yes. publicly. Yes, yes. So that happens. So it's 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 better to get good in obscurity and yes. then become famous yeah, yeah, yeah. and be ready for it. We've we flipped the, the 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 rule now. Now you get famous first yeah. and then become good at something if or you disappear. Yeah, right. Those guys like there, there's a reason why these people have and like. Like, again, a common theme with these, these 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 episodes of this podcast, the Schwarzeneggers and the Stallones and the Kurt Russell, they, they, they struggled and they paid their dues constantly. They worked to get to where they are. And it's easy to make fun of what they became later. Stallone's got such a great story. Oh, it's yeah. amazing. And it, you, yeah, sometimes it's like you can say, oh, is he in on the joke or does he realize that he's yeah. being like, you know, ridiculous. But it's okay. like the guy's like he's earned it. Yeah, like, yeah. It's so hard to get a movie made. Mm. To write and direct and produce and star in movie after movie after movie that have been released yeah. and been successful over 40 years. Again, we're still talking about Rambo and Rocky. Yeah. Two yeah. characters that he helped create 40 years ago. More, more than 40 years yeah. ago now. Yeah. yeah. And and I and I think again, like this this movie, it's like it's this movie You see the work you, that you went really into. Do. There's a reason why 40 years later we're still talking yeah. about this. This is like great American relevant. great American art. Yeah. Like this is an example. Like if you had a museum of like films or something, or I'm oh. sure there is one, but like this is one of the main show pieces. You know, like you have 2001, you have uh Goodfellas from the 90s, Pulp Fiction. You I have, think I think Blade Runner's on there. Blade too. Runner. Yeah, no, sure. Um I, I think that Alien is one of the movies that Sadly, I hadn't seen it until we were preparing for this um, this episode. But it's it's a classic, and and as soon as you turn it on, you realize that you're like, oh shit, this movie's fucking great. One of my one of my I hate movies made in the seventies. Yeah, well, one of the th- one of the things that's <laughs> fun for me with like going back and watching old science fiction. People are like, oh, dude, we were told we would have flying cars, and right, it's like yeah. the the funny thing to me is like the only thing they didn't predict was like digital technology. Yeah, yeah. There's no like there's no Windows. There's no there's no Microsoft Windows in this movie. Yeah. Like they didn't predict it that we would like yeah, they we they had text computers, but the computer's an entire room. Right, right. You know, right, like right. they didn't like, think it would get smaller. Much like yeah. two thousand and one, there's a computer with a personality. In this in this yeah. movie it's mother. mother yeah. Um, but it's it's it literally an entire room of computer. A scene it I did a scene I did love was when, <laughs> so when they're going around and it's like they built flamethrowers. They like eventually they do all. They have all this technology, and it's a super sophisticated society. And their and their their tactic to catch the alien when it's still in its small form is just like a net made of rope. 
<laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's like I get them with the net. That's oh, great. I think that uh, they, they, the, one of the things they did get right, and we're not even there yet, is the whole AI technology integrated with like a, like a human being form. Like but a also cyborg. how scary it is. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, this, like Blade Runner, like 2001, these, these movies are warnings. They're warnings about the technology and what it's going to do. And the funny thing is we're doing it to ourselves. Like We can't wait to tell the internet where yeah. we are, what we're eating, who we're with. It's like we're literally the, – the, 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 the most upsetting movie, moment in this movie is when you find out that they were literally set up yeah. to die. Yeah, yeah. It, also, it also feels like a little bit of a critique on like, yeah, corporate, whatever, corporations yes. and just yeah, like how you're just a number. That's them. more so in Aliens because yeah. in, in Aliens, they're literally <clears throat> like they, they're, they're sent uh, to, to, to like no, – nobody cares. Like yeah. nobody cares that these people all died and mm. that Ripley almost died. Okay. And they're actually more upset that they didn't get to bring the alien back to Earth so they could study it. So it's like another mission where they're going to try this again. Yeah, yeah. And it, it is. It's like it's the – the the coldness of technology and it's the cold, like the and inhumanity corporations yeah yeah and how inhumane like this stuff that we're doing and look like, what we're talking about like all this social media all this stuff it's like the 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 problem with it is that it's making us less human or or it's making no us, it is it's making us worse humans well I don't know about worse because uh, I try to keep it uh, like uh, as objective as possible but there's certainly um, the way things are going with technology we're unconsciously feeding into like a digital consciousness. Yeah. That we don't like even see building in front of us. And I don't know if it's just part of our evolution, but I do think something's happening where we're, we're like sort of creating a large hive mind of information that is far more capable than any individual ever could possibly be, even now. Yeah. Imagine where that's going to be as it keeps growing exponentially. It's just insane how well, much how much computing power we're, we're going to have in like And if there's years. one thing that's true is that the thing that ends up happening is not the thing that people think yeah, is Yeah, it's happen. definitely going to be something so we're I not think thinking we're about. So I think we're going to be surprised so what the next level is. I'm not going to be surprised that we're going to be surprised, but we're going to be surprised. Yeah. Well, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Do you, are you guys familiar with uh, Sam Harris at all? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah, yeah Have you heard him talk about AI? Yes. It's just, it's fucking have you ever chilling. Heard, have you heard fucking Elon Musk talk about AI? Yeah, yeah. Well, he thinks we're in a simulation, so I'm sure it won't even matter. Well, he, he doesn't think we are. He thinks we we it's it's a plausible yeah, yeah, thing, and, sure. I, and I, I agree with him. But I, he's he's super like warning yeah, about yeah. AI, and he's like the smartest guy. Yeah, and so Sam Harris is brilliant. Yeah, I mean it's terrifying to hear those those people talk about it, and then you listen to people that work in AI. And their responses to it are like exactly what you would expect. Like, oh, yeah. oh we're not even close because they're, they're engineers, yeah. right? Yeah, they don't. They, they, all, they don't like, have emotions. They are, they, I hate engineers. They're all they we need them, but I hate, yeah, yeah. All, you know, for a guy honestly, who hates for a guy who hates engineers, you have a lot of wires around you. I'm an audio engineer. I like audio engineers. I don't like uh, what do we call them? Uh, losers. Uh, okay. Like like uh, people in college studying engineering. Like, I'm into microphones, man. Audio That's engineer, cool. man. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm an engineer who gets pussy, dog. Yeah. All right, you know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, lost my train of thought there. Yeah, at the end of the day, Sigourney Weaver's hot, and I will follow her. <laughs> uh, I will follow her uh, into space. <laughs> she uh, she she gets like a perm in Aliens, which kind of kills it a little bit. Okay. Like she has like a uh, that's the, short yeah. permy hair. It's mm, very 80s. I hate. It, perms. That's another thing too. It's like 
the science fiction movie, it's always about the time that it's made in. Mm. So this movie's very 70s. Mm. Aliens is very 80s. She's wearing like high top re- Reeboks mo- in that movie. <laughs> and she has a perm. She's got a landing strip instead of a muff. In the yeah. Movies. yeah. All right. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, for that scene that they cut out. They, yeah, yeah. they invented the, the, the pussy G- eating scene. Yeah. They invented the G string. <laughs> Where the alien doesn't even attack her. He just eats her a, pussy a grand, for, for again, 20 minutes. Very and, progressive for the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's a female, the alien. That's another thing that's scary. It's a it's, yeah. yeah. Well, so that's, actually, that's interesting. I just thought it's, it's like the computer is female, the yes. hero is female, mm. and the villain is female. Yes. yes, and all the men in this movie are completely expendable. Yes, that's they, interesting. And they are, and even the fake, even the 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 AI male, the, is the bad a male. guy, yeah. one of the villains, he's of the a movie. male. And yeah, but he's not even real. The yeah. second biggest shock after the chest bursting scene is the finding all, out yeah. that Ian Holm is a fucking cyborg. Yeah, 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 I had no idea that was coming. It's amazing. Yeah. And again, like trying that's to like imagine, a good, well kept secret of Alien, where yeah. it's like well, you don't you hear about the movie, but you don't hear about that plot twist. Yeah, a lot. and they were great. Like watching it again, I know there were like a bunch of little like super subtle. Um, making him sort of the other. Like there are a lot of eye things that he does, like where he's looking and lingering looks, but also. Um, what's what's the black dude's name in that movie? Um, uh, his name is Jaffet Koda. I don't remember his name. In the, okay, in the um, movie. but but he has there are like a bunch of little scenes between him and the android that like key you in on. They like, don't like each something's other. Something's yeah. not right about it. He he's like, hey, you want to get out of my chair? And then he wipes the chair off after he gets up. And there's like, I'm gonna go here. No, don't follow me. I'll go on my own. Like these little. I don't know if it's foreshadowing, but whatever it is, it's like that it's, good. It's, it's it gives it rewatchability because yeah, yeah, before yeah. you find out that he's he's um, not human. You're like, oh, you you basically overlook all those little things, but you know then there's something off. You like, you yeah, get the vibe. Like, they do vibe. enough, and you're like, mm. but you but you don't pick up on it to the point where also, you're predicting. Yeah, and also anything. he's the only one wearing the like the strict uniform the exactly. entire time. Yes. Like, there's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, he's very. There's a scene up. where he's like, well, wa- that's he, why it's good to rewatch it with that knowing that because I did that. I I, re- I didn't rewatch the whole movie, but I was trying to find spots where I, I could have picked up on it and then you're you're like oh it's obvious this yeah, guy's not yeah, human yeah, yeah. really it's, well he it's, spazzes it's out lo- like physically yes, at one point yeah, yes I, I was listening to Ridley Scott talk about it. he goes he goes oh I can't know, believe I missed that on the first he was like watch. oh maybe he's arthritic like it was like Ridley Scott was like thinking about it. it's like you want to give the audience clues but yes. you don't want to give it something is not right no where it seems obvious afterwards but it's like yes. where it's like you weren't like keyed in, or you're like just you just know something's off and it's that's great. like that's it's perfect yeah. yeah that's like a good mystery I mean it's like oh, if you read watch exactly. a movie it's a good mystery you're like oh okay that now I it wasn't wasn't beating me over the head with it, but I knew kind of, um, yeah, like some of the good. Like, once the mist, once it hit, it hits you, once the reveal is made, it should make you go. Ah, oh, it's kind of like a good joke. All that kind of like a good joke. It's like yeah, a good yeah, joke. All, and like, it's, it's, like it, he's got the milk exactly. blood on his forehead, and even in that, right away, you're like, thumbs up. But maybe, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. could this? Be? And, and that, that's another another interesting choice. The fact that he's milk. like. He's, yes. like, he's got like white blood. Oh yeah! yeah. Wow! Milk oh, I, did, oh yeah. I think we just discovered something There's about cat, alien. This movie, has anyone like, talked about that? This movie is about cat, a, yeah, it's planning a fucking baby. <laughs> this movie yeah. is about what happens when you accidentally get a girl pregnant. Are you <laughs> sure about the alien being female? It, it, yes, it's in fact in in aliens, it's oh. the the aliens are the nest of the, the mother alien. This movie's about how scary reproduction is. It it is a terrifying. It's warning. It's it's saying don't have babies, and that's why in the West populations are are shrinking. (laughs) What? Because of alien? Yeah. Sometimes I think you're smart, and then you always prove me wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You just you're you're. I'm ahead of my I'm ahead of my time. No, you like doing research on things you like, and then you seem smart. But just when you try to apply your logic to general things, you're very dumb. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. I've seen when when we're when we're giving birth to little alien babies in twenty years, you'll you're gonna remember this see, conversation. This is what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> we're being we're being primed to be alien hosts. 
Ah, computer hosts. The computers are gonna fuck D- us. A deep throw, deep, deep throw, us, deep throw porn only exists because of face huggers. That's a fact. You can, you can yeah. That. yeah. Is that right? What if this is true? What if we? What? what if Hollywood is trying to program us to be alien baby hosts? What do you mean? Could, Where are could, we gonna go with that? It's not even harvest real. Harvest alien babies. Okay. Sure. Sure. That's. I'm upset I think, now. I think we're gonna. I think me too. I think that. Uh, I think the computers are gonna start. Like, um, um, we're, we're, I think we're going to create cyborgs and then eventually, oh, there's definitely people that really, really want to, I know. And then we're going to have like an the artificial, kid, the, kid, the kids of the people that like the children of the people who got Google glass and then it didn't work out. Those guys are going to get like the fake tooth in their mouth. Yeah. And then do you guys Google believe in face. aliens? I can't believe we haven't talked. Do you oh, guys wow. believe in aliens? What do you mean by that question? Do you mean, do I believe that there's life outside of ours? Of course. Yeah. Yes. But I don't believe anything's like come and contacted us. I mean, at least our version of civilization. Maybe they contacted the Egyptians, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago, but that's all been lost in terms of, like, archaeology. I don't don't really know of any evidence. Do you? No. How about you, Stephen? Uh, Yeah, I've been contacted and visited multiple times. (laughs) Were you probed Uh, anally? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. Mm. That was a good response. (laughs) That seemed like an impulse response. Damn you, alien. (laughs) No, I definitely, I mean, I mean, just, I mean, the the massive expanse that is, is, I mean, yeah, I mean, for, I mean, it would be, it would be weirder if there wasn't that's the terrifying. But there is that, I mean, but I don't know if it's intelligent. I think they said, like, what is it, the, there, I forget the the formula or rule, or whatever. But if there was intelligent life, we should have been visited by it. Oh by yeah, now. the Permi, the yeah. Hermi, the Permi paradox, uh, it, or something like that. It, it, it's basically the uh, for how big the universe is, we should have been contacted yeah, by yeah. aliens. Now, yeah, I feel like it could be true and could also not be true. Like I don't, I don't Fermi think paradox, I haven't seen any, paradox, yeah, yeah, any, any evidence I'll, I'll either, either way. Okay. But to say like no, it can't possibly be true. It seems silly. But also to say, yeah, it's definitely true. And also that, seems kind and of. And then silly. I heard someone say also that if they were advanced enough to the point of actually traveling to us, they might have technology so advanced that we can't even detect it with our current technology or senses or whatever. So I don't. I mean, so the Fermi like paradox is named after physicist Enrico Fermi and refers to appar- the apparent contradiction between the lack of evidence for and the and the high probability estimates of the existence of extraterrestrial civilizations. Mm. So basically, that there's an extreme high likelihood of the existence of of alien civilizations but there's literally a lack of evidence that we have so that's the paradox well they also didn't know that black holes existed and they've just been guessing the whole time what do you mean they they've known that black hole they've done there's like mathematical formulas that propose that there's the existence of a black hole but even the photo of the black hole is not a photo of the black hole it's like a computer-generated image of what they think the black hole looks oh, like. Oh, I thought it actually was a photo. Of no, the black no, hole. they had like the the stack of um, what are those? The, whatever those um, uh, boxes of like like they. I think it's a computer pie. Like so, that just like all sort of integrates different um, mathematical. Like I'm, I'm, I don't have the language for it, but it's like. Um, it was all these different boxes. They took like a million different pictures of it, and then it like formulates like what like each one gets layered on top of each other, and they get kind of like the idea of what the picture thing. So is. it's like a simulation. It's not like a real something like that. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a reconstruction. Yeah, of it. basically. So, yeah, but I mean, we're pretty. I physicists are pretty confident about the existence yeah, but of they, black holes. But they well, they, but now. Well, you see, yeah, no, they, well, because they, they are see you them, like a flat earther or something? I mean, <laughs> do we know? Like, because yeah, I, the earth know. could be flat and round. When people say, oh, but it's round, well, yeah, what? a circle is round, but a circle is flat. No, I don't know. I don't know. Peter, what is going on? I, 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 I didn't know this about you. You're I a flat earther? No, I'm not a flat earther. I think it's an interesting idea. And I've actually, like, sure. I've watched videos on YouTube. I'm like, oh, okay. Peter. 
<laughs> I'm also re- I also really like movies and books about outer space. I'm reading about the uh, what's it called right now. Uh, I, the, Peter, the right Peter, Peter, Peter believes in aliens, but they've only visited the underside of. Yeah, the Earth. they right. live yes. below yeah, exactly. the flat yeah. Earth, They're not over the yeah. dome. <laughs> They're under the flat part. No, I don't know. I think I think it's interesting, and I think. But the thing is, the funny thing is, people are like, but like science, science, all science does is disprove the last theory. That's what no, the no, sci- no. that's what the scientific method is. It's about yeah. testing things to see if you can disprove Absolutely. a theory. So when they say the science is settled, there's no No, science, science is not settled. The, the, that that statement doesn't all make sense. All of a sudden Pluto yeah. became not a planet. Right. Because because all science science is people deciding things together. So if everybody decides that Pluto is a planet, then Pluto is a planet. If they decide to change the parameters of what a planet is, then Pluto is not a planet. I don't, think they, I don't think they changed the parameters. I think they, they got more evidence of what Pluto actually is. Yeah, so that, but that's what science does. they didn't fit. That's the, what science the, does constantly. Right, and that's what it should do. Which is amazing. Great. Which is yes. an amazing thing. Right. But so they've been proposing the idea that there's such a thing as a black hole and we've been told that it exists, but none of us who are physicists didn't know that they were basically just guessing that there's a black hole. So we've been told that it's like, oh, that it's just a thing. It's just something that exists. Right. But actually, no. It's a it's a theory. So now now physics is physics is like, and I'm not a huge like I don't know a lot of well, stuff physics, about this. The but hold on, I I know I do actually know a good amount about this. It is a theory, but it's as, it's a theory as much as I, it comes from Einstein's theory yeah. of a E equals MC squared. So if, if black holes don't exist, then like we don't understand anything about light travel and anything about like but the well. I, I'm just, what is the the what does the average person understand about that stuff? Anyway? Not the average person. I'm seeing sci- scientists. So with, like what? So physics. They're, they're having a lot of problems with experiments now. So they're come like the multiverse theory and the string. Well, that's theory. because of quantum physics. They're but this tr- is not even quantum. They're physics. trying to make sense of things that don't make sense. Which is right. That's the whole quantum realm with with um, um, entanglement. I wish I knew this stuff better. I, do, I, I, I to, actually do. Yeah. Ent- quantum entanglement and and, and the whole uh, the the whole slit test where where it's like uh, an electron could be a wave and a particle at the same time, yeah. and that doesn't make any sense. And there's no way to resolve that without like you know then they get into crazy theories like like parallel universes and all this type yeah. of stuff. But the thing about black holes um, and the thing about Einstein's theory is it's pretty like. It is a theory, but it's pretty goddamn locked. Like it's it, it's almost as good a theory as gravity exists. Like we can't prove gravity Whoa. exists. No, it is because gravity. Well, well because <laughs> what Einstein said is basically he he, he he basically came up with the concept of space time and that and that yeah. space and time are actually interwoven and it's a fabric. Then gra- and matter shapes space time by bend by you know literally bending. The space-time fabric, and that's what gravity is, is is an invisible, like that's why planets orbit, because it rotates around the fabric of space-time and exists on this invisible layer of of these two dimensions interwoven. And basically, for his theory to exist, black holes have to exist, because that's the way matter works in in a einsteinian universe or something so i, I don't know too too much about so it what, but what I, you like just this, said is yeah. is basically making my point is that what? they they want to believe something is true so therefore for it to be true another thing that they're not sure of has to also be true well also, that's let's what i'm also saying. not forget that anything is possible in the power of christ so <laughs> if we if we can just all get on board there i think we, we start from that point <laughs> yeah, no but i actually no I'm, true, I'm, a, yeah, I'm a christian yeah. and i think that when people say well how could you believe in this stuff it's like people believe in stuff that isn't that is not factually provable all of oh, the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, sure. L- listen, plenty of scientists have plenty of faith in a lot of stuff that is as just as you know uh, 
a leap sure, of, sure. just as much a leap of faith well, as well, religious I, belief. I think they're I think they're pretty good at knowing the black hole thing, just like the, the yeah, way that light travels are. around, like the where where like because they can see the light disappear yes. and then and how it bends the like the space time around it, like yeah. and measuring the light compared to like the gravity of a planet or something like that. It's pretty. Like if yeah. we, if we knew, if we had a scientist here, he'd be able to explain it very clearly. No, no, I just I just, think, I, just don't, I don't want to come across very stupid on this. But like black holes exist. Like I just want to say that we think. I, yeah, uh, <laughs> no, but I, but I think it's we're inter- pretty confident. I think sure. it's interesting because I I I like the debate, and I think yeah. it's interesting when people get together and the, they have these discussions. Sure, but but could, because when you just say, "Listen, this is the way it is," and there's nothing oh, no. to talk yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you well, what's the point? Like, that's what, why what, I don't. What are we I doing? try to be careful. I don't talk in absolutes. I think that's stupid. Yeah, only, yeah. only a Sith would do that. Only a Sith. You don't know no Star uh, Wars fans. Uh, right. no. Well, I, yeah, well, I know what a uh, yeah. There's a lie. You know what? It wasn't great. <laughs> I liked your Christ thing better. Yeah. Well, are, aren't you? Are, wait, are you? Uh, are you a Jewish man? Or I have you? the face of a Jewish man. Yeah, me too. I, we both have that. Yeah, we're very similar. Weird. Yeah. We, we both went to Catholic school as well. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, that's yeah. right. What that's is your right. ethnic background? Uh, it, uh, it, it, I like almost fifty percent Irish, Italian. It's like twenty five percent Italian, and then a little bit of I think a Jew. Um, was Jew. Askewani, Jew Ashkenazi. Or Ashkenazi, thank you. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm 8% Ashkenazi. That's Jew. my exact percentage. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's interesting. That's bizarre. Yeah, what did you do? 23andMe or something? Uh, Ancestry, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. I'm uh, mostly Italian, but yeah, I guess I looked. We, we, we all. We all um, are Italian, but all we Sicilian. But, but then again, like my well, did you knows? do a genetic testing? No, you should because I'm only I'm. It turns out I'm only seventy percent. I look at my parents and I figure. And my it parents out. told me that. I'm like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> you're you're probably a very high percentage Italian, but there's definitely other things. Well, we yeah, have like my mom has green eyes and blonde hair. My yeah. dad looks like he's Algerian. Your attitude. Well, toward, he probably your, is. Your, your attitude towards being Italian is very Italian. So yeah, probably whatever. Fucking numbers. What do they matter? You know, it's a feeling. I know how to make espresso. Feeling. Yeah, I know how to. I know how to. Boil the pasta. That's all you need. It's it. it well, no, but Italian, it's, Italians are funny because they're actually actual Italians are not very much into Italianism. It's no, more, it's where it's you're New York from. Italians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's always hey, there. what do you where think about Fungalacusa? Fuck there's, you. There's it's a like, there's a hilarious movie. That, that guy's a black guy. Actually, <laughs> there's a movie that nobody <laughs> has ever that was, seen. That was a racist yeah, black. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, that was that was. Um, there's a there's a know. movie that no one's ever seen. It's with Liam Neeson and fuck what is, I don't think I'll oh, come to me. He plays like a undercover FBI agent. Taken. Uh, no, this is way before <laughs> Taken. And Oliver Platt plays a uh, wannabe like Long Island like mafia boss. Mm. It's a it's a comedy. It's really good. It's it's not a movie that it's not it's not really good. It's a it's an enjoyable movie that no one knows about. And I can't think of the name of it right now. But there's a scene where uh, Oliver Platt as a Long Island Italian is like. Yo, you know my family from Italy, and Liam Neeson goes. He goes. You know, I I spent a day once in the Rome airport. He goes. Oh, I was like, fuck, man. He goes. I never been there, but the pictures. Like it's like that's like to me. Like that's like the perfect like Jersey, yeah. New York, Italian. It's like, yeah, I never been there, but man, Italy, beautiful. Italy. That's great. I've been there. It is beautiful, but it's also a pl- like Sicily is a place that literally everybody went through there: mm. Vikings, Spaniards, French, oh, yeah. Africans. It there's no pure Italian, it, and it's the same thing with the Japanese. The Japanese are so into like the purity of Japanese culture. 
they're mutts. They're Koreans that yeah. stole. I, t- I, I say that to them all the time. Whenever yeah. I see them on the yeah. street, hey, you're, you're a, a mutt. Fucking, mutt. You fucking you mutt. To, you go to 32nd Street, Korean <laughs> town, yeah. scream you at Korean raw, people. Raw fish no, yeah, I just like to fucking yell at Korean people. <laughs> they're <laughs> like, they're ethnically. I love they, Korean they, people, they, The Chinese settled Korea, and then the Koreans settled Japan, and now the Japanese are really into pretending that there's such a thing as Japanese Well, they're a lighter culture. shade of Asian, and they, they take a lot of pride in that. Yeah. Well, they invented a lot of great things, like um, uh, crashing planes into ships. <laughs> They're big, so good at it. Yeah. They were first people to have yeah, uh, yeah. indoor plumbing and um, Harry Carey. Is it true about indoor plumbing? Because that is pretty crazy. No, that's China, I think, actually. I thought Rome had that. Or maybe not indoor plumbing. They were the first people to... Uh, it was something like that. Well, we're really yeah. stupid. What are those ja- fucking just, Japanese, I just, I just wrote, Japanese like, people did invent a lot of shit. We can't think of one. Yeah. And I, I, actually, I'm not they excluding really myself. Actually, like, the Americans invented everything. The Japanese just perfected <laughs> The VCR, the DVD, the fucking... They made transistors. The Walkman. Yeah, Peter, that's everything. Computers. Por- pornography that's uncensored. We did that. Yeah. We definitely did that. We did one. that, yeah. yeah. Uh, they invented... Uh, but the Germans perfected massage, that. Massage <laughs> they took porn. it too far. Yeah. <laughs> This this has come off the rails. <laughs> this is great. Though. Alien yep. guys, Sigourney Weaver, baby. No, that, that, oh my that is, god, that's t- totally fine. I think we uh, we did this movie justice as much as we could. No, this this is it's all great time movie, great. Man. It's very simple. It's if anyone a, it's out there hasn't seen Alien, coming from someone who you know doesn't really, I'm not even a big horror movie guy. I'm not a big action movie guy. But th- this movie's just it transcends the genres. It's really fucking fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah. And if you're a feminist out there or whatever, like this is like your movie. This she's is a, my she, kind of feminism. Well, she, it's not, it just is feminism. She's like not, a hero. It's not bullshit where they're trying to be men. She's just a, no, an she's ordinary a, exactly. woman in extraordinary circumstances. She's very smart and she uses her wits. She's a fucking badass she's not bitch. T- she's not beating up the alien. She's tough. Like, no, she's like a woman who's in a, in a situation. She has to overcome the situation. And she's smarter than the men. And she's out outwits and survives all the yeah, other men like around a, her. It's too. like a real situation that she yes. has to overcome. Not like the imaginary ones you feminists are. Right. Yeah, right. it's bullshit. Yeah. You guys have so been told. And you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Yeah, she's it. not battling man spreading on the New York City subway. <laughs> yeah. That that trauma. Oh, that did, you I, did my words hurt your feelings? Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, that is literally what they feel. Like, <laughs> they, they would hear that and be like, that was fucking offensive. Now it's like, there's not enough women on your comedy flyer. Right. No, that, I, you know, I run shows. I've literally been um, told that before. <laughs> I'll just say that. I've been told that for, by other female comedians. Oh, um, God. Yep. But I'm sure they were really funny, so it's whatever. Yeah, the ones that say it are always the funniest. I, I agree. Right? Yeah, like, isn't that interesting how, like, the ones that bring it up are the funniest ones that always. work the hardest. Yeah. And, and, you know, and they they don't get booked enough. It's, like, it's interesting how that happens. No, of course it's the ones that don't fucking write any jokes. And Let's see you survive a fucking alien in our space first, and then you can be on my show. Dude, the thing is, is I always, I, I, I book men and women. I book funny people. But it's just, like, the fact that they think just because... I, I have one show where there's only one woman or something that, that I'm a sexist because of that. That's insane. Yeah. I book a fucking monthly free comedy show. How am I, how am I a gay? I'm nobody. You're and the, even if you're I, the power structure, right. Dude. And even if I'm just, it's just outrageous. Like, I don't know. It, it, it gets to levels and not everyone's like that. And, and it's definitely not as bad as we're painting it. Like it, it most, most people are pretty reasonable. I just have to well, say that. Well, but when I say but, like I don't want to watch girl Star Wars, which I say often, it's because yeah. it's it's not it's not because I don't want like a, a female lead or an, it's like right. give me an interesting story. You have to give make that clear character. though because of they course. they jump to that. But that's why like that and again, I'll say it over and over again, like to me like James Cameron helped create two of the great female actually dude, I Kate Winslet's character in Titanic, Titanic. Yeah. is another great female lead. Um 
Uh, the Abyss. You ever see the movie The Abyss? Heard that's another great James Cameron movie. That's that's like that's basically like underwater aliens. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, but cool. but he, yeah, the thing yeah, about cool. James Cameron too is like and Ridley Scott, like they were always at the cutting edge of the technology. So they basically made the movies whenever the technology was advanced enough for their ideas. So these guys were thinking of this stuff way ahead of time and had yeah. to wait for the technology to catch up with them, which is which um, is amazing. definitely a smart. Play. And James Cameron and Ridley Scott, like they. Like, dude, Thelma and Louise was directed by Ridley Scott. Yeah. Like, I'm all for these kind of characters and these stories, but give me a good story. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Give I mean, me a character it. that I can root for. Don't fucking force your bullshit ideology. Down right, that's throat. the thing, though. If you're using a, 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 the the, if you're using film to force your ideology down something like to to people, that is not going to be a good film. It's yeah. just it's just not. Well, again, to take it back to this movie, it's like there this movie c- can play as an allegory, it can play as a myth, it can play but it's like but we're we're But at the end of the day, it is true to the film that it's trying yeah. to be. It's, it's not also it's a not, kick-ass movie. Right. Well, that's what it is. It's the reason why you could take it as an allegory and you could take it a, you know, is because it is it was not trying to be anything outside of a great film. And then audiences loved it and made their own meaning meaning from it. And I'm sure, you know, the creators had their own meetings in in mind, but they didn't force a narrative. They just made a great film that's self contained. You could watch forty years later and yeah. it's still a great film. And you can argue about it because it's there's a lot of mystery. Sure, there. yeah. Not every if you're not hit over the head with anything. Exactly. All right. Um, well, yeah. um, Steven, thank you so much for doing this. Yes, thanks for having me. Is there us. anything uh, you want to talk about, plug, or? Uh, well, you guys, like, I'm um, at, you know, Greenwich Village Comedy Club pretty frequently. and Yeah, uh, yeah, Steven's on the shows I do a lot. That's um, how you guys, so I, I met you through Alex. You guys have done shows together. And I uh, yeah, that's how you. I met Steven, yep. Um, but you're, you came, you're from Boston originally and came down to New York recently? Outside of, yeah, I usually say Boston because people have, like, they don't, it's Massachusetts. It's, like, like, 45, like 45 minutes south of of Boston, give or take. Okay. Um, kind of just like in the burbs, whatever. A lot of great and comics came out of those burbs. Some, so you were doing stand-up in, in, up in Massachusetts? And yeah, I did. I, I kind of like, I guess I, I felt like I was sort of like one of those guys that didn't really have like a, a scene. Do you know what I mean? Like I was yeah. kind of, because I kind of just floated between, because I was like 45 minutes away from Providence and 45 minutes away from Boston. So I just kind of like, I think Boston comics thought I was a Rhode Island comic and Rhode Island comics yeah. thought I was a Boston comic. Um, so I just kind of ping pong between there and then a little bit in Connecticut and stuff like that. And it's, which is good because you never like get too, uh, I don't know, like, com- comfortable. Like, you don't get laughs from your friends, and you're, so you know, yeah. like, okay, this has got to be this, and then you can test stuff out, and you know, a scene that you know, like, oh, okay, this mic doesn't matter because then I, it's sort of just like, I don't know, it feels you make comedians more audience members than you make them, you know, just like networking. But then obviously there's the backlash of not getting deep into like, oh, let me book you, kind of super like in the it's first a complicated year or journey. Yeah, 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 trying to be a fucking fun. stupid stand up. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, it really yeah. is. I. I <laughs> You're right about all those things, and then there's also another thing that we're probably not thinking about. You yeah, know? like it's just constant. You have a uh, your Twitter is pretty popping, right? You want to give the handle out? Sure. Oh yeah, the good good call. Uh, so at the Stephen Pratt or the Stephen Pratt, depending on how you want to. And it's spelled uh, uh, Stephen with a PH, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, at the Stephen Pratt, S T E P H E N P R A T T, and that's my Instagram too. And uh, yeah, I throw I tweet wherever shows and stuff. I'm gonna do on that. Yeah, and we'll we'll plug the handle in the description yeah. and cool, stuff. Cool. Yeah, yeah, the Stephen Pratt. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Peter, you got anything? I'm doing uh, Yonkers Comedy Club on the 18th, which hey. is, is coming Thursday. Who are you doing it with? Do you know? Or just uh, I don't showcase? know okay. uh, It's a showcase show, but it's a, it, uh, I had fun there. I was there two weeks ago for the first time. And what day? It's Thursday the 18th. This should be out by then. Definitely. Um, and then I'll be on Saturday the 20th. I'm doing a private kind of secret show called Smokes and Jokes. But if you what? 
connect with me on social oh, media. Okay. It's a, it's DM a, it, him. It's an invitational. Yeah, you got to be show. a flat earther, guys. You yeah. can't come yeah, unless yeah. you. <laughs> if you can prove to me the existence of aliens. Sweet. Uh, can I come to this? What yeah. is, what, when is this? On four twenty. You're doing that, a secret show on four twenty. Do I know the producer? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I I know him through somebody else. Black guy, white guy. Black guy. I don't know him. I I, I got put on the show through somebody else. Jeez. The Illuminati. Andre. No. Oh. Okay. I'll tell you. It's a secret, guy. Why All do we right. have to? T- we can't tell everybody everything. All right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to pester you. So that that's uh, the other. Uh, what day is that? It's on four twenty. Four twenty, which is Saturday. Saturday. Yes. Anything else? And then I'll have other stuff coming up. I nothing in the near near future. That's. Follow him at, at Garachi on Twitter. Yeah, you which have, I, you yeah have, my, you have to my Twitter align your, is... And you have to align your social media names. Well, because I wanted... I, I, I created the Twitter by mistake, and then I didn't realize that you can't change your Twitter handle. I think you, I think you can. Can you yeah, rename you can. yourself? I think, I think you get three chances to yeah, do you it. Can oh, really? Oh, then so. I need to do that. Because I, like, I have 100 followers. I don't know how Twitter works at all. Yeah, we're trying. We um, got... I, I, we were mentioned on the last podcast, but we got like our first hater. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. There. yeah. We need to do Republican more. hater. Whoa. I know. Attacking, I, I, attacking me from the right what which kind is, of bullshit which is, is that? hilarious because i'm always concerned that with, with peter whatever he's saying that we're gonna get fucking <laughs> labeled as some sort of you know nazi hey, podcast hey, yeah. i mean one could hope that'd be yeah. great publicity <laughs> <laughs> no but we went on compound media and i guess we got a couple of listeners from there and uh yeah there were people like clipping our clips and i was just making a joke i don't know it, it, it we got into it last week so it's fine oh, it's but awesome. it, it was kind of fun to have a, a, our first hater so shout out i have to i have a regular guy who frequently uh dms me uh you're never gonna make it Those are, are you my serious fa- oh yeah they're my favorite you don't know him i have no idea he's just like a, he's like a, a random like not a real picture i was like all right cool wow that's <laughs> what amazing. the fuck that's my favorite. i'm just like i just laugh do you think he does like, that to like a lot of people i don't know maybe what i have no weird idea weird guy just like what is your life you're never gonna make it <laughs> just <laughs> randomly it's just great yeah, that's unreal. All right, and that guy books Greenwichville. Yes. <laughs> he, but but to be fair, he's seen my set, so he knows yeah. he's 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 like, send me a tape. Yeah, you're gonna. Make it. <laughs> um, and I got just the big one is uh, Wednesday, April twenty fourth, uh, the fourth edition of Aggressively Chill Comedy Show at V Spot uh, on Saint Mark Street. It's at seven p.m. We got T.J. Miller headlining. Me and Dean David uh, co-produce it. Uh, a couple other great comics. You on guys the should go to that show. I I hosted the last show. one. It's a free show. Yep. V Spot so, is a great venue. Yes. They, it's nicer than a lot of the comedy clubs. True. And that was one of the best produced shows I've. Wow. Thank been you. On. Really, honestly, I would, I'd say that in all honesty. Like from start to finish, it was a great show. Great audience. You guys should definitely check out that show. You did a fantastic job hosting too. Thanks, so man. so that was great. Um, and yeah, no, no, I I think I've been you know my third show I've ended up doing and. And this is finally the one I think that we're, you know, they've all been pretty good, like in terms of branding, but this one has been like, we've got consistent sellouts. So hopefully we continue to, it's a two drink minimum, but like Peter said, it's free otherwise. Uh, so that one's going to be great. And then, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess that's it. That's I'm it. probably forgetting something, but. All right, guys, this has been another episode of Kill You Last. Bye. Bye.